Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, what is up, you guys? Welcome to another Bleach Boys podcast, episode four. We are reaching, we're actually done with the Bount arc. We're recapping the finale. We're done with that. We're moving on to the Arankar arc next episode. So, you know, if you want to skip. rules. I don't blame you. So, where we left off, Ashita got a shit pushed in by the girl with the fan and the sword mm-hmm. Bount. And it was just a dumb fight nobody cared about. <laughs> Except he, he wanted to continue and he wanted all yes. the attention back on him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you that he declares immediately. This is like right when we're opening up. He wants to put an end to this meaningless battle is what he says. Quotes. But it's not meaningless. It's it never is. been meaningless. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's like the Soul Society has fucked over the bounce about yeah. a million times. And, and I feel like he's also the reason it's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh, so like fuck you, Ishida. Yeah. Yeah, it's so dumb. And it's like, so we get this whole little fight with him, and I, I really didn't enjoy this part. I'll probably say this is my least favorite fight of the uh, whole arc. Wow. Because um, it's basically Ishida trying to use his little artifact, and he's like, oh, I just can't figure out how to use the power. It's like, it's like, like to gauge oh, so all the power every and everything. Every three shots, I can only shoot at max power. It's like, God, I, Ishida, you know what? I'm glad you're figuring this out, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so... I'm then, cool with like the calculating in the head thing. Like, yeah. okay, I've got this, this, this. Yeah. This is how I have to make this work. It would have been cool if you hear the death note little. Yeah. He's just like in his own head. And I shoot an arrow with a potato <laughs> chip. Like something <laughs> like that, you know? Like it would have been great. But no, it feels like, hey, I want to put an end to this. Um, I called you out. Like, I can do this. Yeah. How do I do this? It is very much that. It's like, yeah. I'm going to put it into this. Like, okay, so I can't control the power. I'm having trouble aiming it. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's I've like, lost my leg already. She's cut my leg off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, luckily, we kind of switch away from that fight because I think the people doing the show know nobody gives a fuck about that. Fair. Yep, yep, um, yep. And we get to see Karya and Koga. I'm sorry, Karya. Yep. Karya. So in Koga, you know, like I remember from my memory, he is getting pissed at Karya because like, yo, your plan is kind of dumb. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Because... He officially has the crest now, so he's, like, uber-powerful. He's mm-hmm. yeah. just, like, at least like, he brags he's uber-powerful. So Koka's like, dude, if you're so powerful, you know, uh, why don't you just make everybody, like, bow down to you, and then you can reform it yourself? Like, we don't yeah. have to kill all these people. Yeah. It's, like, it's just so unnecessary. And basically, it, they kind of have a little a little tuffle in an alleyway yeah. where, like, Koga's like, dude, please. Like, I don't want to fight you, but it's like, you, you don't have to kill yeah. everybody. Because there's a lot of innocence in the Soul Society. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a not, lot not, of innocence. Not everyone's a Soul Reaper. Yeah. yeah. And basically it ends, Koga slams Karya against the wall, oh. and Karya fucking stabs him in the stomach. Oh. Oh, no, yep. I thought he was the one that survived. Yeah, well, he gets stabbed in the stomach, and Karya walks away, doesn't finish him off, ah. and just says, thank you for everything, and leaves. So, Hey, you know, at least he thanked him for his services, yeah, you, know. you know. More than what That's most more, of the other yeah, bounds yeah, got, exactly. yeah. they got dicked. Yeah. So, we're back, all right? We're back to the Ishida fight. Oh, Everybody oh. missed it already. We're wow. back. Wow. Just uh, enough time for Koga to bleed out. Here's where we find out. 
he gets a flashback from his grandpa. I want to die. Okay. Poppy. <laughs> and did you guys know, Quincy's release their arrows from the heart in the name uh, of justice. That's how their wow. powers work. Wow. I, I had this. I, yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. You didn't like it, Josh? I thought you would like something like that. Oh, God. Like, I guess I hate yeah. when people explain how a power works after they've been using the power for years. For years. Yeah. And it's like, It's cool. not like Dragon Ball Z where they're like, you can float or you can fly if you think of happy thoughts. Yeah. It's like they established the precedent. Now it's just like, hey, you know what? Let's do a feel-good moment real quick. Yeah. And my heart injustice. Because there was this internal monologue that was happening that, like, Ishida, uh, he kind of wanted revenge because they killed his side piece, you know, his woman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. His, yeah. His, so and then, then he they, found the real version. Yeah. So then he gets, like, a flashback of his grandma being like, yo, you, like, stop with the revenge, dog. It's like, you gotta yeah. do it for justice, you know, which is basically revenge under a different name. So. Okay. Um, so Batman. here's where we get a... Um, let me explain the sword and the fan bounce powers to you guys, okay? Okay. So she has a fan, she has a sword. And you can pretty wow. much guess what they do. The fan blocks shit, the sword attacks shit, you know, whatever. Oh. Wow. But then they can merge, and so she can, like, become kind of a more offensive type where okay. she gets, like, a cool arm, and then she can get uh, a defensive type where the fan becomes really big and, like, a circular shield. Gotcha. Like, it opens up all the way. So she she's pretty much got the full spectrum. Yeah, yeah. No. So she's got it covered, sword and shield. Yeah. You find out, Ashita puts this together, by the way. He notices that when she transforms from, like, her attack mode to her defense mode. There's a fucking time in between. There is a time in between (laughs) because, so the way it works, she can't go straight from attack to defense. She has to go attack, normal mode, then defense. Ah. Defense, normal mode, then attack. She can't go straight from one to the other. God. What a pussy. How long has she been alive? Uh, A while. Yeah. Yeah, You'd almost consider, hey, maybe I've got, like, defenses for these. That's a pretty big hole. Yeah. Yeah. Very big hole. Mm. So what Ashita did to end the fight here, we're coming up on the end. He waited for her to jump in the air off of a defensive attack. And then when she went to go attack Ashita, he just waited for her to switch and then got really close and shot her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she pretty much accepts that because that's where we get the explanation. She gets shot. This is all a flashback explanation of how he figured it out. Uh. And she just goes, well, it's been fun and turns the dust. I respect that. I respect I that. I actually don't you, mind yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like yesterday when we figured yeah. out that you're the bad guy, and then if everybody thinks it, might as well kill yourself off. Yeah. I, see, we've talked about like the whole tropes thing. Like, it's, You can't tell everything brand new. Yeah. yeah. So like when you do something like that, obviously you know, okay, there's got to be a timing thing when she's switching. She can't be broken. Yeah. She's yeah. got to have some issue. And then, But just to be like, eh, it's okay, cool, thanks, GG. <laughs> yeah, so she gets dusted. So now we're down to... Um, as far as we know, just Karya. He is the last one left. Yeah, Koga's bleeding out. We know Koga's still alive. but Koga's yeah, bleeding yeah. out. Yeah, in, in my head. Came. He's bleeding out. So then we get to see Ron Tao. All right, everybody, mm-hmm. what's Ron Tao been up to? And she's just kind of hanging out on a tower in the middle of the Serate. It's like I would assume people would know she was there, but like that's kind of where. Nah, she's chilling. That's her chill spot. That's where this episode kind of ends. You see she's in the Serate just kind of hanging out. Okay. And so we go to Ukatake. What has he been doing? He hasn't been Copping around blood? because he's sick. You know what wait, expect. Wait, were we was Ukitake a part of this at all? Not really. No. So, okay. Oh yeah, I was. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. How he was <laughs> You're doing. like, wait. <laughs> so that's why we're going to him now. We find out that he is pretty much. He's like, okay, I'm gonna be the research guy. So he goes to like the central library where they have fuck tons of books, and he's just basically looking for stuff by Ron Tao because she used to be a researcher. So yeah. like all of her shit is published. Yeah. So he's just basically combing through the whole thing. He finds out there is information about the Jokai Crest in there. But she, uh, when she was publishing the research, she split it between a bunch of other books so that they couldn't destroy all of them. Oh, okay. So then, you know, Chill Captain, who I can never remember his name, Kiraku. he shows up Kiraku. and he's like, hey, bud. <laughs> it's like, 
I got a job for you. It's oh, like, oh, so they basically spend a long time just searching through all of the other books. Trying was to he find drunk the whole time? They were basically chilling. Yeah. They were basically both just sitting on the ground, chatting, having fun. I like that, though. Those two are such... They were just like, vibing. Yeah, they're they were vibing. vibing. Um, so I thought it was interesting to note, too, before we move off of them in the library. Um, when the chill captain shows up, he does make an offhand comment like, wow, for someone faking a sickness, you have a really good cough. I'm like, wait, what? What? So he, <laughs> like, what? So I don't know if they thought he's faking a sickness because you, so put yourself in the mindset of the, of the writers for this. Okay. Yeah. We had the soul society arc. Okay. And from what we know, they were saying he's sick, he's sick, he's sick. Yeah. Then he shows up and he has a whole game plan ready at the end that he's been working on and he fights totally. Okay. Mm. And then in this arc, that's all they know. It's like, oh yeah, was he sick? Is he faking being sick? Oh, um, they okay. could have been like, oh hey, is your sickness coming back? Like, are you feeling any so worse? So this something? could easily also be a like him kind of jabbing at him, like he knows, yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, for someone who's faking to be sick, because you know maybe he hasn't told the other captains yet. Yeah. So there is a way to write it off, but I thought that was interesting. It I was could like, also be just like how you know my back problems were, yeah. you know, made up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So it could be like that. Um. <laughs> We get to come back to Ashida. Everybody loves Ashida. Oh, of course. And he's basically wandering around because he's fucked up at this point. He did take a lot of damage in that fight. He should have been dead realistically, but what can you do? Yeah. And so he sees a vision of his grandpa. Basically, he shows up. He's like, dude, I know you want to keep fighting, but you need to chill out. It's like, you're done. It's like, you've done enough. His grandpa's a force ghost? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I'm done with it. (laughs) And then he kind of was like, dude, if you keep fighting, you're going to die. And Ashida's like, no, I have. It's like, God, yeah. who gives a uh, fuck? Of course. But he's and in Soul Society, so I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Just gonna, like, True. You just show back up. Round two. right there. Round two. <laughs> Respawn. So he meets up with Ichigo and Chad. and <laughs> then some random little like, village. <laughs> Hello? So right after he has that talk with the Force Ghost, he sees uh, Ichigo and Chad. And then Ishida immediately is like, I want to fight. I want to go with you guys. I would love if oh he my. just saw them and then passed out. That would have yeah. been the way to go, but no. So he's like, yeah, I want to fight. Just, yeah. <laughs> And then we cut back to Koga because, like, oh, my God, he's bleeding out on the ground. What's yeah. happening? He just heals because, you know, Bounce can heal in this oh, society, that's right? right, yeah. Karya has been doing it a million times over. So, he so, knows, so, so Karya probably knew that he was going to heal himself. Yeah, yeah, I got to imagine that as well. Yeah. Because out of all the Bounce, they were the closest, Koga and Karya. So you think he was pretty much just like, hey, but I don't want you to die. Yeah. But like, He was kind of like, just stay the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Like, like, let me do my thing. Yeah. I'll invite you into this. Sam, would you be able to stab one of us? Let's say yeah, step Josh, yes, right? Yes, easily. We already know this. Okay. Um, and Kogan kind of talks to himself. Like, easily. Uh, saying that, you know, he's basically in his mind, we don't need to blow up the soul society, like I said, um, because of innocent kids and stuff. Yeah. Because, he, like, remember the fight when he had with Ichigo? He's like, oh, I've seen lots of young people die. Yeah. Get, he doesn't like, like that. Yeah. Not to get dark, but a lot of those kids in soul society probably did die from some level of a bombing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, or, definitely. You know, Something like gnarly. Or yeah. a fucking, they got eaten in the real yeah. world. It's like, yeah. hey, I have a myriad of problems they can go through. Yeah, so I, I think it's justifiable to then see them in the afterlife that they were supposed to be promised and then be like, hey, you know what? Dicking on you yeah. especially. Yeah. You're That's still so, a poor fucker. That's good to know that Koga's like, you know what? I we Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe yeah. that's a little too much. Yeah. Oh. So he does kind of walk around because he's still trying to find Karya. Like, he's still kind of, like, doing that, I don't know, like, injured walk trying to find him. Oh, the uh, walking up against Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's pretty much healed. So uh, it's like he's just kind of, yeah. Okay. So and he's right. trying to be a little he's bit hobbling. stealthy about it. Like, he doesn't want to fight people. He just wants to find Karya. But, of course, he's running into Shinigamis and Shinigamis. And so he fist fights a couple of them. Oh, damn. Which I thought was interesting because he's just, like, a regular Dude, human, yeah. pretty much. But he has a doll. 
but he's really strong and has lived for a long time. I thought they were like enhanced powers and then they can. So I don't think you get the enhanced powers unless you like fuse with your bound. Oh, that makes sense. In Soul Society, they do claim they are stronger. But it's still like so are the Shinigami that are there, even if you're fighting peasant Shinigamis. So it's weird that he can just fist fight a couple of them. It's kind of like the Ichigo problem when he took on the fucking four vice captains. Um, So, of course, he starts kind of fighting him, and that tips off Hitsugaya. Hitsugaya is the one who notices, like, yo, all my guys are reporting that they're getting their shit kicked in. Like, that's probably about, you know, who would have guessed. So Hitsugaya and Matsumoto, they meet up with Renji, and then Renji has the um, the transforming mod soul. I can't ever remember their fucking names. The guy with the top hat. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And Hitsugaya is fucking smart as hell. He's like, yeah, can I borrow that? Like, let me borrow that really quick. (laughs) Because Rangigo is like, yeah, that thing can track the bounce. And Hitsuka's like, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that really quick. Wow, yeah, you know the child yeah. prodigy, dude. So we cut back to Koga. And, of course, he's trying to get to Karya. He doesn't really want to fight. He's trying his best to avoid everybody. And then Hitsugaya starts using his men to kind of, like, push Koga to a certain area. You know, kind of, like, funnel him somewhere he wants so, to go. I got to say, in my normal mind, if I didn't already kind of already know that Koga's probably coming out of this yeah. alive, I'd be sad as fuck right now. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. this is like the lone wolf trying yeah. to like come back to the pack and it was just like defending itself yeah. and it's like, no, you're gonna die. That, that stresses me out too. This like this is, I would say, let's say a trope where it's like there is a bad guy, but he's really a good guy. Yeah. But then the good guys won't see that he's also, also a, good a good guy. guy. Yeah. So they keep fighting him. And he can't not defend himself. Yeah. And so now he's getting pushed into a corner. Because like, like, if he oh. turns himself in, he's going to be arrested. Yeah. And then it's like he's not going to be able to do anything. And the way Soul Society works, he's probably executed by now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. And then another supervillain floats off to fucking Hueco yeah. Mundo. It's like, this was all part of my plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. hair back too. <laughs> so Koga starts to put together that like, because he's fighting a lot of guys. And he's like, yo, they all, they're all using this butterfly to communicate. So I'm just going to take out the butterflies. Like, so he, if you remember, his uh, doll is like the metallic spider, yeah. wo- like masochist Dolby, woman. Yeah. And so he has her like split into a bunch of little pieces and then just takes them out all at once. Like shoots them up in the air and then just rains down and takes out nice. all the butterflies. So Hitsugaya comes through and he's like, hey, well, that's not working anymore. So he comes to check on his men. He does notice, he takes note of the fact that Koga is not killing any of them. He's oh, been very he's careful not killing them. any of them. And then the mod soul basically sends like, hey, Koga's coming. Like, heads up. He's coming right towards us. He's about to fist fight you. <laughs> yeah, so. He, it, does he go Bankai? Well, not yet. Because. <laughs> like, I don't know him like that. <laughs> Hitsugaya and Matsumoto are still there. Like, mm-hmm. they're together. And Hitsugaya's like, I'm going to fight him by myself. You can go, Matsumoto. And she's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I- I'm going to do it by myself. I'd be really pissed because this is on the soy fun level for me. Like, two captains, I think Hitsugaya is on the same yeah. level as her. Dude. It's like, fun. yeah, like, he could be cool. Like, he could, he's broken as fuck, could do a lot of cool. Oh, he gets his ass handed to him, like, every time. Like, yeah. yeah. So Why's he got to be a kid? Yeah. So um, they start to fight, obviously. And... Hitsugaya freezes his doll. Oh. Because, you know, it's like she's like metallic. Yeah. So, oh. so as it gets colder, it's just. She basically freezes and kind of shatters, but then she separates her own self and puts herself together. But then she's super cooled. So it's kind of like the ending of the Fantastic Four movie that was shit. Um, <laughs> and so Koga, at this point, he's like telling his doll to stop. Like he's like, like yeah yeah he's uh, like dude it's like it's like you have to stop it's like you're gonna like because he knows like you're basically frozen you're gonna get fucked up and if you die I die yeah and yeah. she's like no no I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep going the doll and, talks yeah all the dolls talk every single one of the dolls yeah, she's talk. like a big spider yeah, yeah I remember she was a yeah, spider and she's like a masochist she yeah. loves like picking on people and stuff yeah she's, she's Virgo yeah well no no, no Virgo likes being punished yeah, never yeah. mind 
So he's revealing something. At this point, um, hits a guy's in the air, kind of just still fighting. The doll jumps at him. He freezes it pretty much completely, like in an ice sickle. She oh. falls to the ground and shatters. Oh no! So and as the doll is evaporating, it tells Koga that she's glad that he was oh, with her till the end and God. evaporates. It was really sad. Um, and then we see Koga, and he's still alive. Why? How? So Hitsugai asked that question. Oh! Hitsugai is like, your doll just died. How are you? And then he just like slow reveals and it's his face comes <laughs> off and it's Kane. Kane! <laughs> that, so that was, was my master's doll. doll. <laughs> I was just using that. I oh, would die. What? So Koga explains that he's alive because his doll is actually still alive. Surprise. Oh! And he, then he summons, which I don't remember this at all. Yeah. He summons like a big axe. Like a giant axe. And he's like, yeah, this is actually like my real doll. It's like her core. It's like, so this is her final like thing. That is her form she takes. And like, so basically if I could put it to like, you know, Renji Zanpakuto, how they, he has the baboon that he sees. Yeah. If that could take actual form, that's kind of like what was happening. But it's an axe. But gotcha. realistically, it's an axe and that's the core. Is the axe always there or is it when she's defeated I, he turns They back don't into explain an axe. it, but I assume it's when she's so defeated. So like an Angemon, like I've been defeated yeah. but I turn back into a Patamon egg? I assume yeah. that's okay. what happens. All right. Because it's literally her core is Got what he you. says. So, and hmm. at this point, he once again, he asks his guy to step aside. So oh. we get a very Stark and Chill Captain setup where like Stark is like, Do you, can you just like can we just not? And yeah, of yeah. course his guy's like, nah, sorry. <laughs> and then he goes Bankai. I what the fuck? So yep. He just has he to. He has do an it. axe. Yeah. He could literally stop everything he's doing. He's just like, you know what? I'm gonna just start working on the fields. Uh yep. it's been great. So Hitsugai goes Bankai, they charge each other, they do some clashing of blades. Um then Hitsugai does kind of a smart move and just decides to stay up in the air. He's like, uh, oh, you've only got an axe. Like, I'll just hang out in the air. Yeah. And he does the thing where he, like, basically makes giant ice pillars. Like, he's shooting down giant ice oh, dragons. They leave pillars behind everywhere. Um, and so Koga takes his axe, knocks a couple of them down, uses it to run up to where Hitsugaya is. What a guy, And dude. smacks his dumb ass out of the air. Yeah, see, I feel like Hitsugaya deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. So, uh, is he still freaking out about his pedals? His pedals. Like, the, the little, oh, yeah. Um, Yes and no. They do show in this fight that it is, like, ticking down. Oh, okay. But he doesn't seem to really care. Okay, because I didn't know if they knew what happens later they, on. They obviously yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. But they, they kind of just assume, like, oh, I, I my pedals, uh-oh. And I, then he I, just I, keeps I, fighting. That's it. Because I, I forget because I feel like I haven't – remember when we did the uh, – well, yeah. when we were going through the Soul Society, we didn't talk about it. So it was, he has, like, a time-based – Yeah, he has three, like, lotus three, pedal uh, things three behind flowers, him. Three flowers, yeah. And, and they slowly, like, disintegrate. Yeah. The longer he's in his bonkai, the more power he uses out of it. And then he always made a big deal about like, oh, I'm running out of time. You yeah, know? like he's gonna like but lose it. We know that he, that when he runs out of time, he goes adult form for some and reason. Becomes broken. Yeah, as fuck. yeah. Super Everything broken. is fucking frozen. Yeah, ouch. which is dope. So I, which kind of makes all of his fights kind of like, oh, okay, like, so he was never gonna lose then, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like, like there was no possible <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So like, he was just always chilling. At least Rukia's has like a double-edged sword. I yeah. think they yeah. had to do that though because the fight he has in Thousand Year Blood War arc, like there was no way anyone was winning yeah. that. He has, mm-hmm. and he does have a bad fight in Thousand Year Blood War arc. But he had to literally yeah. be broken to compete. Yeah, yeah. I, so that one was gnarly. Yeah, Anyways. that was literally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this one not so much because Hitsugaya is winning pretty easily the yep. whole fight, and guy at this point asked him if he would still like to fight. It's like, dude, it's like you could just leave. It's like if, if you still want to fight. 
But Koga's like, dude, I have to go after Karya. It's like, please, yeah. like I have to go after him. Yeah, that's a like watch after your own kind of like. Yeah. Look, we're responsible for our shit. Let's clean it up ourselves. But yeah, so ouch. they do the classic bleach moment where they have a final charge at each other, and basically Koga puts all of his spirit reishi into oh. the last attack oh, nice. and runs a Hitsugaya. And Hitsugaya just basically stands there and slashes him when he comes up. Like, it wasn't even dramatic oh, at all. It that was, hurts me. It was very easy. He, like, Hitsugaya just goes, fink, and just slashes him across the chest. Um, I would have loved if Koga got, like, a fucking meme bonk off on him. Yeah. Like, he went, like, he ran up the thing and bopped him. It's like, yeah, if you could just get one little funny yeah. token. So, we do get to see Koga kind of, like, standing a little bit after he got slashed. Ooh. And Hitsugaya asked him, like, you know, what would you do if you found Karya? Like, what is your game plan? Like, clearly, Good you know, he's, he's the strongest. <laughs> And so Koga is just like, yeah, I don't know. But it's like, you know, if anything, is this dispute is between him and Karya, so he had to try. Yeah. Uh, mm. And then Hitsugai asks again, like, they're they're broing up at this point, because I feel like Hitsugai feels a little bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. he should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking asshole. So he does ask him one more question. He's like, so, like, when this was all over, where would you go? Like, what yeah. was your game plan? And Koga just says, to a future with no wars, and then falls backwards and collapses. Oy. And as he collapses, a bunch of ice pillars fall over and just crush him. And that's the last we see of him. So, well, All oh. right. And Hitsugai goes back to squad headquarters just to finish up this thing and basically tells his boys, like, hey, I defeated the bout. Go retrieve his body after this is all said and done. Okay. Uh, he's like, you'll have to wait for the ice to clear, but... Yeah, you know, he, he kind of thought out himself. That, yeah, or he could have just made it not fall on top of him. He, yeah. I don't think he made it do that. Wait, I think doesn't he, he have like, control over that shit? I don't think. I, I don't, don't know think if he, he can control. manipulate ice, but I think he can create ice. He can create and then control the ice he's created. Yeah, yeah, yeah he okay. can definitely control like as attached to sword. But I think when they're pillars, I don't think he can then move them. Then bit of a dick move is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, hey, you know, I, it's like having water control. Yeah. Like if Karya had a tornado made a tornado and then it hit you and he's like oh yeah you gotta wait until he's done <laughs> yeah, spinning totally around yeah. it's like you could have stopped that hey, whoa i can only make the tornado <laughs> yeah, it's like dude i already it's off my sword yeah i can't do anything <laughs> like, sorry he's not a waterbender <laughs> yeah so if anybody's keeping track officially just has left yeah we're down to just and ron's how but she's not about yeah so yeah yes. i wouldn't count i would count Ron Tao as like a third out. party yeah Are, you know? so i want to i'm curious so sure. Say, sure sam's already finished mm-hmm. it is ron Tao secretly evil I don't even remember. You take Dude, it. Just, I've only ever seen it once. So I can't like, remember either, but I feel like it's nah, weird for her to have been standing in the area. She is. She is in the area. Yeah. And yep. she's just chilling. Like, she was made to look evil, and you're like, okay, say, you know, Sarah yeah, Tay is fucked I'm going to go with the no. Okay. I'm going to be on remember. team yes. I think okay. she's actually evil. She's baited for everyone. She's doing it all to gain secret unlimited power. She made Kari. So, Kari, this entire time, like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Yes. I'm going to make it. It was Inception. Yes. Now she's gonna be like, I made Karya do this, get the oh, uh, the okay. Jokai or whatever. So it was all Inception. Could Maybe. be. Bam. Yeah. So Hitsugaya goes back and exchange all of his information with Ichigo and the gang. They kind of show up and they're like, Hey, can we hang out at your house? <laughs> it's like Hitsugaya's like, Fucking fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then Orihime shows up as well because she's done healing J- Jadambo. So it's like, Hey, what's up? And yeah, sucks, sucks. then we get to see Ukitake, and he basically confirms the fact that, yeah, hey, the Jokai Crest does contain the power to explode oh. uh, Soul Society. But he does also confirm, but the power is not able to be used at full power until after a short time. And that short time is a day. Oh. oh. So when, if you remember, Karya first got it, he told Ichigo, if you attack me, I'll blow up all Soul Society. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to give you guys it. a day reprieve, and I'll be back. 
he didn't actually be he wasn't actually able to use the power so what a memer he just bluffed his way out of that i okay so we played a game last night i cannot lie for shit about like what i was doing Kari is the man. Yes, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> bluffs so hard. Oh, and then so we get to see Karia. We learn that, and we see him, and he's also chilling out in society. Like uh, daybreak is coming up of the next day. Yeah, and he's just kind of chilling, and that's when Ron Tao shows up behind him, and she's like, I don't think she says anything, and she just starts shooting at him. Oh, because oh. she has a gun that shoots Reishi. Sam, you'd love that. I know. I was like, fucking guy with gun action, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. She's <laughs> like, get him. So, Ron Tao basically explains, like, hey, I also figured out how to make a mountain tracker, so I just followed you here. You know? Okay. Because she, you know, if anybody is able to do it, it would be her. Yeah. yeah. Makes um, sense. The creator. Yeah. And this is when we get there, a little bit of the Ron Tao side of the history. We've heard the Karia side of history. Ooh. Now we get the Ron Tao side of history. Um, and she, she was first just started sex hearing. Dolls? so when she first heard rumors after the explosion stuff of humans with strange abilities she was one of the first people to go to the real world as like a research team to try and figure out if that has anything to do with the explosion or what they were working on and that's when she first met the bounce in the real world Mm. and so she basically befriended them gathered them up showed them the cave that they were hiding in like set them up with a little village told them that like always stay together stay low you know stay together like she hooked them up big time until Ron Tao was like, hey, so I'm going to be gone for probably like a few months. I got to go to Soul Society. And that's when she went to go pitch the idea to Soul Society of like, hey. Keeping them around like, and everything. Let's help them out. Yeah, these you are know, our rejects. Yeah, these are like our fault. Yeah. But when she returned to the cave, uh, Central 46 had decided that any information about the experiments were outlawed. Nobody's oh, allowed to God. know. Good really thing like Isaac killed those guys. And that since they can't pass to the Soul Society, who cares about them? They're never going to be a problem to us. Say oh, so, wow, rude motherfuckers. But they do worry that because they are in the real world, they may fuck up the equilibrium, which we talked about before. So then they decide to execute them. And that's when they go to the cave that Ron Tao so nicely gathered them all up in and start executing fucking all of them. Damn. So Ron Tao does sleep, like slink away and come back, and she finds just one young boy. Like she's like trying to run. And she sees one young boy, like, classic crying, like, yeah. behind a thing. So she does try to save him. She's like, if I can at least save somebody, that'll be Is good. Um, Kadia. We'll Kadia. see. Kadia. Oh, okay. So she picked him up and tried to escape him, but she gets seen. So that they, they know it's like they call her a traitor. And <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's running and kind of, like, shooting Keto behind her to try to throw him off. But eventually she's like, yeah, I'm going to hold him off. You need to leave. And she gives him, like, an amulet like a weird like square amulet and it's like this has the the power to like make you stronger it'll draw out your like power inside of you uh, it's like use this and survive and so ron gets captured and she was held responsible for everything okay so she's still good so far yes good person so eventually the bounce use that power to draw their dolls out and eventually they try to take revenge on the soul society and that's when we kind of see like the the, the um, whole plan well not the whole plan this is way before the plan they're in right now but like the Van Helsing Wars that we talked about before, ah, um, that true. kind of stuff. And then they kept, they tried a couple of times, actually, and they kept dwindling numbers. Because each time, they basically just got thwarted by the Soul Reapers. So basically, they went into a cave, bombed the fuck out of it, but a few people survived. Yeah. And then they were like, chill, we, we're now stronger, we, have, yeah. we can defend ourselves. And then Vampire Hunters came after them, which was the Quincy's. Yes. And then the the fucking Shinigami are just like, hey, also, we see you from time to time. We're going to slice and dice. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, and wow. then, you know, we cut out of that flashback and we find out that the young boy was Kadia. 
Oh, wow. That was the young oh, boy. No. He wow. did have brown hair in the flashback, and then he got like white hair when he became more powerful because you, like, you just look you know, you white look, hair. Yeah, exactly. Kakashi. So and that thing wasn't his his doll. It no. was like a way to it make it. It was like a it way. Was, so yeah. it, like everybody, basically they figure out how to use it, and then basically everybody was like, I'm going to use that to get my doll. I'm going to use that okay. to get my doll. Gotcha. And Ron Tao basically explains, like, I, listen, I've lived all this time just to try to save you. It's like, I don't oh. want to, like, you know, kill you or anything, but Except I, I want to. I have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so Karya is very much like, yeah, well, if you wanted to save the bounce, it's just me. So you kind of fucked up on that one. Yeah. Sorry. Which is great. Which good, is absolutely good great. Good point. Good point. And so Karya is kind of annoyed. Like, yo, you're like, come on, let, let's settle down here. And so he tells her, like, you know what? I wanted to save you until the end, but I guess I'll take you out now. Whatever. Damn. So and then he teleports behind her. He's already got his hand through her. So let's take a, a brief pause here. Because oh, are we going back to Ishida? Please don't tell me. We're, we're not going, going to Ishida. Oh. So I, the episode ends, and I, oh. I want to talk about an after credit scene that pops up here. So we see an after credit scene of everybody getting together for like a giant cookout at uh, Hitsugaya's place because everybody's hanging out there. Oh. Um, and they make a joke about like how bad Rangiku's cooking is. Like, oh. like nobody wants it. Nobody wants to taste it. And then they mention that it's okay. Uh, Shusue, the sixty-nine guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, He'll like it because he has no sense of smell. Huh? They say that in the after credits scene that he does not have a sense of smell. Interesting. Is Wait. that canon? I don't know. I don't Her, think I've ever... I don't think they ever go back to it. <laughs> yeah. I, do. I don't know. Because, like, there are people that just don't can't smell. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he does have the thing over his nose. So, yeah, is that canon? Can he not smell? I wonder if... The, oh, I wait, no, it's a tattoo. Never mind. Not that it was, like, a band. The thing that goes over? It's yeah. not a band? No, I'm pretty sure it's a tattoo. Look at him. Oh, you're right. He has like a tattoo and then he has 69 underneath the cheek, yeah. right? So leave a comment down below if you know that's canon or not because I thought that was weird. And because it was in just an after credit scene of like them just goofing off. Yeah. I mean, so. it makes sense that Rodrigo can't cook. Was uh, Kenpachi there? No. No. Disrespectful. He invites everyone to the <laughs> yeah. fucking barbecue yeah. and they don't Kenpachi. invite him over? Oh, I'd be mad. Oh, dude, I'd love to go to a barbecue at Kenpachi's. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. They um, eat nothing but meat there. So we cut back to kind of their fight and... I just want to say at this point, Ron Tao comes off looking really good. Looks oh. really, really good. Um, like hot? No, like as a good person. Oh. Soul Society comes off looking like a piece of shit. Yeah. So Are you about to flip it for me, bud? No, because okay. I'm just saying we do then get the flashback from Karya's point of view. And he does explain, like, you know, after he escaped, a few and the others of them basically, like, wandered the desert trying to find a new place to live. And basically just— Wasn't this desert, like, really fucked up? Yeah. And people yeah. would, like, let go of their thing and they'd fade out? Yeah, well— what happened is they would wander the desert, and those of them who had slightly higher, like, spirit pressure would just get picked off by hollows because they're just out in the open yeah. in the desert, and, like, nobody can fucking do anything. And so they just slowly kept getting picked off. I strongly remember that for some reason. Yeah. Like, that scene where they're just walking through and people, and are, people are getting, getting yeah. left and decimated. Right. So they, he does say, like, some of the bounce that did have their dolls already, they were just nothing. Like, they couldn't do anything. They were more – they were pretty much – he calls them bait. He's like, they yeah. were just bait to the hollows. Like, they just got – taken out f and so karia was about to be killed next because you know he's a pretty strong guy and that's when his doll awakened by himself mm. and he basically was immediately the strongest <laughs> he's just like Noise. he got Who's the power? badass wind bound or the wind doll and he just basically fought side by side with everybody left to survive from the desert and then his power started to gradually grow and thus it changed the attitude of the other bounce around him because uh you know he's just so powerful what can you do yeah, so he said he started feeling kind of alone because he is the most powerful it's lonely the no top, one so yeah say. yeah yeah i feel true. i feel like it would have been like a leadership like kari is our leader because he's strong he protects. he's not a leader at this point he's not no he's Who, not who's the leader there's a there's a there's some older bounce still because he's still relatively young uh, especially gotcha. in bounce years you know 
Okay, so, so I get why. No. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of the older people decide that they want to try to use the powers of the Quincy's to get into the Soul Society. So this is not the first time they've tried this plan. Okay, so it's, it's um, come up multiple and times. And ironically, young Karya was against doing this. Did not wow. want to do it. He was like, let's just stay here. Let's just make our own life for ourselves. We don't need to go to the Soul Society. He's like, fuck that. Because it, it doesn't make sense. Why would you go to the place that made you that yeah. wants to kill you? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, they just wanted revenge. I feel like they would easily find you if you go to the Soul Society and they're just like, yeah. hey, by the, the way. The other bounce seemed to think for some reason that if they made a home here, they were just doomed to fail again for some reason. I think they were fucked either yeah. way. They, they, they never explain yeah. the reason, but they do say like, you know, the older, more mature group of bounce are like, listen, our only home is at Soul Society. Like, that's where we came from. That's where we were I mean, oh. that's just because they're used to it. That's yeah. Rough. And so that's when we get to see that Karya was there at the fight with the original Quincy's, which looked like the Van Helsing fight. Mm-hmm. He was there. Um, and eventually that fight got swooped up by the Soul Reapers and they basically took out most of them. And Karya was injured by a blast in the middle of that fight. And before he could do anything, it was over. Like the fight was just over. Damn, that sucks. So Karya left and gathered pretty much the strongest bounce that he could find that were remaining. And he mastered how to use and summon dolls until the strongest of the strongest bounce were the only ones left. And that's when they would one day take their revenge on Soul Society because now he wants revenge based off of uh, what he saw in that fight where they basically just fucking decimated everybody. So did the Van Helsing uh, Quincy's get fucking wrecked too? Yeah, so pretty much all of them except for a small amount got wrecked from that. So Shinigami just showed up and just blew yeah, everybody. Yeah, they basically cleaned up that fight. They're just like, like, yep, hey, what's up? We're going to clean this up. Fuck that. Yeah. So in, at this point, Karya has Ron Tao on the ropes. It's not even close. Um, Ron Tao is just about to get finished, and then fucking Ishida shows up. Hey! Oh, of course. You know what? Everybody was wondering where he was. She can't die until he, he gets to see it again. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> and he ditched everybody else. They were oh. all hanging out, ditched him again, because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> and so... Makes Karya, you want to have kids, doesn't it? <laughs> so Karya is such a logical guy. He's like, why are you fighting with the Soul Reapers? Like, why are you on their side? Like, it doesn't yeah. make any yeah. sense. Like, you're just as much on my side of like I would hating be, the soul reaper. I would honestly just be mad. I was like, okay, brah, like yeah. you ain't doing shit against me. You ain't exactly. going to be doing shit against her. We already know our sides. Just the whole thing's dumb. So, and that's when we get like Yoshino kind of explains like, Hey, listen, Karya doesn't only hate the soul reapers. He also hates the bounce. So he's like, oh. he has a lot of self-loathing about being a bounce, being alive for so long. And he wants to one day destroy like all of them. everything, like uh. both the soul reapers and the bounce. Oh. Um, so they fight. And in this fight, uh, you know, credit where credit's due. Ishida's doing a pretty good job. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Finally. He's doing a good job. But this is the fight where his artifact begins to crack. Hey. Oh, the explosion. And, you know, Ishida's landing a few hits, fucking up Karya. But Karya's like, yo, listen, it doesn't matter how much you hit me. I could just heal. I'm in soul society. I, I've know. got two questions. Sure, go ahead. So he's shooting arrows, which pass through air. Can he not just deflect the air slightly? So he does deflect some of them, but then they like some of them will go through. Some okay. of them will pierce through um, the air. And so, you know, Karya's like, listen, I could heal. I could use the reishi in the soul society. And she goes, and Ishida's like, well, I can do that too. I can okay. use the, the reishi in the soul society as well. And then the other thing, if his bomb goes off... What if Karya's bomb is ready? Will that chain reaction his bomb? So uh, from what I can, I know of. It's a power activate? Yeah. So from what I know of later, it is a power he has to activate. He has to choose. Um, (laughs) Blow shit up or be real powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real power. (laughs) So they're fighting. And at this point, we find out Rontau has that original square artifact I was talking about. I don't know how she got it. Don't know. Pickpocket. But she has it. And then she starts using it to, like, siphon off the power um, of the Jokai crest from Karya. Huh. 
I don't know how that works at all. Okay. Because at one point, and um, I don't know if this is in here, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. She stabs him. She uh, she kind of takes advantage of him not paying attention and stabs him and then starts siphoning off the power, I believe is how it works. Nice. So then she pulls out the thing and starts siphoning. Um, Ron Tao asks Ishida to basically recreate the classic scene from Dragon Ball Z at this point because they're, Ron Tao is right next Do to it. him. Because <laughs> oh she is like God. holding him, siphoning power off him. And he's like, you need to shoot both of us. Like, take us out. And he's like, oh, no, wait, you look like my babe, please. Right. Yeah, he did what well, he doesn't do. It. Oh, he does not do it. Fucking pussy. So dude. he shoots her at half power so that he's not, he doesn't kill Karya. It doesn't kill Ron Tao. Oh, and that. it's just enough for him to take Ron Tao and move her. Um, and at that point, Ron Tao starts going kind of out of control. Basically, like you would think she's brawly at this point. She starts screaming. And because she's absorbed too much spirit pressure... Uh, because oh, if you remember, jacked. she doesn't really have much now because yeah. she got it sealed away. She's jacked now. So, so, yeah, she's going out of control. and But she keeps telling Ishida, like, Karya is in the – you see this cloud of smoke, and he's still just kind of just standing there. He's like, he is still fucked up. Like, you fucked him up. You need to finish him. Like, take him yeah. out. And stupid-ass Uryo doesn't. Yep. Yep. So Ishida does the thing that he did to Ichigo very early on in the anime. If you remember, um, Ichigo was absorbing a lot of – pressure when he kind of deflected the uh Menos grande oh okay. and so he shot arrows up into the air to help release the spirit pressure from ichigo oh, oh yeah right. so that he does that for ron Tao. okay so what? they use that again for ron Tao. wait wait so you're telling me he could technically put his hand on karia and do the he technically could have put his foot on ron Tao, just stuck it up through mm-hmm. his foot and then obliterate possible as well he does not do that but i feel that like would that would just been be the smart move yeah mm-hmm so he's doing that. He's siphoning. He's like, Ron Tao, I can't let you die like that. And then his artifact fucking crumbles. Just like right then and there. Just like crumbles. No explosion. Nothing. Because he's absorbed it. So he's released it throughout the whole time. We'll get to that in just a little bit. And I'll, we'll explain how that worked. Because they try to basically leave. Ishida, this one's like, hey, we need to go. Like, we both have no powers at this point. It's like, we need a dip. Because his artifact's gone. So he can't yeah. do Quincy shit anymore. He's like, we need a dip. And at that point, Karya's like, hey, you guys done fucked up. I'm going to kill both of you. It's like fucking idiots. And then it turns into a fucking lemon party because Ichigo shows up. It's like, every oh, lemon boy. party. Yes. It's like it, everybody and their mom. And is he puts his foot on Ron Tao and starts getting to get show. It's like, God damn. Grip under my leg, lady. <laughs> so then Ichigo does tell them to fucking leave. It's like, yeah, you guys need to go. And Ishida actually fucking listens this time. He's like, you know what? You're right. I don't have powers anymore. We call fucking this a day. Pussy boy. He just gets a little bit of power and thinks he's super cool. I would adore it if they had put fucking Ishida's grandpa just force ghost. You're like, the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, I've been fucking- telling you all fucking <laughs> yeah. season. Like, you listen to him but not me? What the fuck? <laughs> but he didn't choose revenge. He chose love. Yeah, injustice. Mm, kawaii. So, well, no, sorry, what? <laughs> What's justice? So Ichigo goes bankai immediately. We're uh, doing it. Yeah, yeah, final. We're doing it. Okay. The lad. And Ishida, on his way out, runs into Orihime, Chad, Hitsugaya, Rangiku. And that's when he explains why his artifact didn't explode. Because he's like, I figured out if I just use the artifact as a way to amplify what little ratio I actually still have, it's fine. But as long as he's not using the actual power of the artifact, it won't blow up. Oh, so he was just using it as a magnifying glass? Yes. Okay. So that's kind of how he explains that. And Hitsugaya, the good guy that he is, he's like, I'm not going to let Ichigo fight by himself again because, you know, he did kind of uh, save social society before by himself. <laughs> he's not capable of doing it right now. Yeah. 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 So then Ron Tao gets to explain that the Jokai is a term for giant reishi generating devices that are in the Serate and they're used to 
or that the Serate used to use. Oh, okay. So they kind of like generators for Reishi back in the day when it was uh, old school. Okay. And that when one of the crests exploded, like, so the one that did explode in the original experiment, it obliterated a tenth of Soul Society. Mm. So they sealed all of them away forever. So but, nuclear bombs. Yeah, yeah. If Karya explodes his, it will set off a chain reaction exploding the other ones and fuck everything else up. And so instead of Hitsugai going to help Ichigo, Rontau's like, yeah, listen, Ichigo, capable guy. Oh, can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let him get his ass beat. He's like, can you just go seal off the rest of them? Like, just really seal them off? Because she's explained the only reason and, like, the timing that this is all happening is that the seals are super weak because they've been, oh. uh, like, sealed away for so long. So, like, if he does it now, we're fucked. But he's like, so if you guys just go back and reseal them, we're chilling. We're yeah, fine. we're only going to lose yeah. another tenth. Yeah, who cares? And at this point, it's like a ninth, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it'll be fine. So, Kari and Ichigo fight. They, of course, eventually end up at the fucking execution grounds where Byakuya and Ichigo originally uh-huh. fought. Just- which was just like, I about rolled my eyes out of my heads on that one. I was like, dude, I was... Could have picked a better spot. It's a little too much fan service for me. Was there not a, I remember this place. I once fucked up a lot of people I shouldn't have been able to. Well, I think at one point, I didn't write this down, but Karyo starts explaining the execution grounds, and Ichigo's like, yeah, I've been here before, I know. Yeah. It's like, I got it, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Please hold up. So I saved a woman here. (laughs) Yeah, they're fighting up there, and somebody shows up and cuts into the fight. Byakuya. Let's take a guess who it is. And let me throw you for even more of a loop. They start fighting Ichigo. So let's take a guess who we think it's going to be. Koga. Okay, Ko- you're not allowed to say Koga. You guess Koga, take your guess. Oh, now I'm confused. You said Could be anybody. I said Byakuya. I'm just going to... We're going to go Byakuya? Yeah, I'm just going to stick with it. Ichinose, Maki, the guy that Kenpachi oh, wrecked I thought he all was the way dead. out the forest. No! He is still alive, has made it up there, and attacks Ichigo from behind, like from the little forest. You guys remember there's a yeah. little like, half forest up there? But Ichigo literally just blocks off his attacks. He's like, yeah, hey, what's up? He just blocks him. I would have loved if he did the same just slash thing that fucking Kampashi yeah, did. Like, like, okay, okay. who is this guy? And You're just, nobody. And he just falls against my captain. <laughs> so we get to cut back to Hitsugaya now. And he's going to recruit Utake, the chill captain, basically sending the message to everybody so they can go reseal all of these and split up. And then the captain commander sends out the orders through the butterflies. Like, hey, everybody go to your divisions. We're going to seal all the shit. Where's the butterfly thing from? I feel like that's somebody's power. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But the, it's a, they use it all the time. Yeah, they like, use it all the time. It's like when a soul leaves the soul society, it's like a black and red. Uh, yeah, and it, it takes them to the real world, yeah. too. So. Oh, that's right. Um, so Ichinose is kind of um, struggling with Ichigo at this point, And he asks... Karya, he's like, yo, I have something I want to ask you, like, while I'm fighting or before I start actually fighting. And he's like, yeah, what happened to everybody else? Like, where's everybody else at? Oh. And so Karya tells him, like, yeah, they're all dead. So then Ichinose just keeps fighting Ichigo. Oh, because that, oh, I guess yeah, his answer didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Okay. But then he teleports behind Karya and sticks his blade to Karya's neck and he gives some fucking bullshit speech, which I will kind of sum up here. He says basically the reason that he followed Karya is because he reminded him of his old captain. You know, like the one that actually cared for his people. Oh. The old um, Kenpachi? Yes, the old yeah. Kenpachi. But then during his fight with Kenpachi, the one that we know now, Zaraki, he remembered something that his original goal was to change the soul society into something better, which is the way it should be. But when his captain died, he got warped into revenge, which is a theme that we're hearing a lot here. Yeah. Revenge! And he basically tells Karya something very similar to what Koga was saying. Like, listen, if you use your powers to rebuild the soul society into something better, I'll still follow you. It's like, we're still yeah. good. But it's like, if you only want vengeance and to destroy everything, then I'm going to end it here. Is he saying that while he's got his sword yes. inside? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. what is Kari supposed to do when he has a knife through his neck? Um, It's not through his neck. It's held to his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Held to... Okay, he's yeah. dead. He's dead. Yeah. So 
Big rip. You would be like, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. But Karia just literally turns around and lifts him, like... By the neck? No, like, by his hand. Like, by his wrist, okay? So, give me wrist. Okay. Well, so, hold up. Like, oh, no, no. Oh. It's like, like this and just... You're the champion. Like that. Pulls him up like that and then just fucking slashes him. So grabs him by the wrist, lifts him off the ground, and actually stabs him through the chest. So so he's just flexing on small boys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Straight up. Squishy. Okay. He's a squishy. He's and like, that's I'm six when... foot five master race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Karya then turns around and tells Ichigo, like, yeah, I never viewed any of them as comrades. So, so like simply pawns to get to my goal. Oh. And of course, uh, Ichigo gets mad because That's your friend. It's just a shonen thing, you know? Yeah. What do you expect? And that's when we get to see Karya actually summon his doll. Ooh. His doll does have a physical form that he can summon. Oh. And it's basically a wind sword that comes out of like a keyblade looking hilt. It, like his hand uh. transforms into like a keyblade looking hilt and it's a wind sword. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's really weird looking. Really, really weird looking. They don't do a good job on the design of that. There's probably some like value traditions wise <laughs> or like it's like a it's a real thing somewhere else yeah, that, yeah that's very possible um uh, so we get to cut to rukia if you remember she got fucked on very early on she was resting in byakia's place and rukia wakes up because she senses ichigo's spiritual pressure and so she tries to sneak out to go after ichigo she's like i need to help i need to you know whatever and she runs right into renji who was just hanging hey. out right outside the gates but then she does the classic thing, like, listen, I need you to do me a favor. It's uh, like, and Renji's, Renji you know, being he's not going to say no. Yeah. Hey. And she's like, you need to take me up to the Hoyoku where they're fighting. I need to go up there. And R- Renji, for some reason, doesn't seem to know that's where Ichigo's fighting. Because he's just like, what? Why? Okay. And so takes her up there. There's a weird discrepancy where I feel like some people can sense spiritual pressure really well and others cannot. That makes sense. Like, uh, uh, Kenpachi is the obvious one that he can't. But then it's like sometimes, like, Ashida's good at it. Like, he'll, like, know, like, oh, yeah, they're fighting over there. Like, that's how he found Ron Tao and Karya. He's like, yeah. I, just, I just sense Ron Tao. I wonder if it's, like, when you live in a house for so long, like, you start you You get used to the smells. And, uh, but, like, if you get, like, a new smell or if you, like, actively try to, like, smell something, you get it. Like, yeah. maybe I'm making bullshit up for this. Hey, hey listen, we're trying to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. <laughs> so we get back to more Ichigo and Karya fighting, which nothing really exciting is happening here. Oh. Um, Ichigo uh, eventually he mentions that he noticed Karya only does counterattacks, so like he'll wait for somebody else to attack and then he'll oh. fuck them up off of that. So he's like, okay, I'll just move really fast and leave no openings. Oh. That's when Rukia shows up with Renji, oh, and, and there's all the openings. <laughs> so Rukia wants to go in and help, but Renji stops her because she, she's useless. And Renji's like, yo, this is Ichigo's fight. Oh and, no! And he's like, which is a great point here. He makes a great point. Ichigo is a match for even Captain like uh, Kuchiki, which is Byakuya. Yeah. So it's like just let him do it. It's like you know he he's not he doesn't say he's better, but he's a match for him. He yeah. can put up a solid fight against Byakuya. That is a good point. That's mm. a huge yeah. kudos. Yeah. yeah. So and then we get to find out more. Um, here you go. Karya's power is wind. Mm-hmm. So if he uses his power in the right way, he can generate electricity through the atmosphere. Okay. No. He changes the atmospheric pressure in the wind, thus making lightning. So he starts shooting bolts of lightning. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. I would he love like, that. He's like, fuck it, dude. I was like, I got wind. I got lightning. Basically, all the storm powers. <laughs> exactly. Like, Who the wouldn't love that? fucking pineapple pen or apple pen. pen. Pineapple yeah. pen. <laughs> I have wind. I have lightning. I have pew pew. And so Huzzah. at this point, Ichigo is getting fucked up. It's not going well for Ichigo. It's really not. Because, you know, he's got lightning. Do he's we like, have a fucking whiteboard for how many times <laughs> him and yeah. Chad have gotten fucked up? Because yeah. Ichigo's a fast boy. But you know what's really fast? Lightning. lightning. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we get the classic bleach moment. This is a classic staple. 
Ichigo staring down defeat. He's kind of talking to himself. He's like, I can't move my arms. Like I'm, I'm like so exhausted. And he starts telling his boys like, move, like move. Come on, uh, I need to fight uh, Ichigo. And that's when we see we don't we see a flash of Ichigo. Um, and he shows up for a second. He's like, it will. And then does a black Getsuka, but does not turn into Ichigo. Oh, he does not go full hollow we, mask thought, mode. He I does thought not his do black it. Getsuga was his normal Bankai Getsuga. The black Getsuga is like a special, a special one. Um, kind of like uh, Hichigo one. Really? Which I, I oh. It's like a move he learns from him. He does do it a lot more often when he gets the mask. Yeah. Where almost mm-hmm. every Getsuga is the black one. I So I forgot that he yeah. uh, that it wasn't black all the time. Yeah. I knew it wasn't black when he was non I think it's blue. It's yeah, blue it's usually, yeah. Because yeah. he learns it from machine. Yeah, because or... he does the, he does the um, black Getsuga, and he does have – he has the Hichigo eyes. He has the white eyes, but he doesn't have the mask. So he nice. kind of goes like partial um, – but then Ichigo immediately snaps out of it. Like he doesn't have to really fight. He's just like, "What? I don't know what that was." And so <laughs> it nails Karya. Like that caught Karya off guard. It nails him really good. Mm. And so at this point, that's the first time Karya's been hit this whole fight. Oh. Okay. And so Karya's like, "Okay, well I'll just heal." But then he notices that he can no longer heal for some reason. Oh, because oh, it like, had the hollow influence in it. Because wait, oh, I think it's because Ron Taos did something. Smart. Oh, wow. yeah, smart. That. Wow, you got you got a good memory. Too, <laughs> okay. So then he gets the flashback to when Rontau stabbed him. Hey! And Ron, he puts it together very quickly. Rontau, the whole point that she got close and stabbed him like that was because that special dagger took away that ability from him. Oh, so it basically stopped legit. him from being able to permanently heal over and over again. Hey, F's in chat for her boy Karya. Yeah. Long run, so long they run. fight some more. Um, Karya tells Ichigo, basically, like, listen, I can't heal, but I'm still going to fuck you up. Yeah, it's like, it was straight fair. up. He's like, you don't understand the power of the Jokai crest, and I'm going to show you right now by blowing up the nearest crest. Oh, that's how that works. Yes. Oh. So, Karya, which this part was really dumb. I do not like this part. So, he starts showing off how he is going to do it, and he shoots off, like, an electric bolt, like like a signal. like Yeah, like a signal beam. Which is so dumb. Like, I don't know. But basically, it starts going off the cliff towards one of these Jokai crests. And that's when we hear from off-camera, uh, Bankai, Sinbon Sakura, Kageyoshi. Yeah, and Byaki uh, is there, blocks the thing from going off. The, the fucking... The electricity yeah, the bolt electricity. from, like, reaching the Jokai crest. He's like, hey, what up? Like, hey, I'm here. It's your boy. I what didn't up? know pedals could stop thunder, lightning, <laughs> yeah. you know, all that shit. Bring the glasses down. <laughs> and then we get Yoruichi show up as well. Hey. Oh, yeah. Everybody's Yoruichi could use lightning power. Um... But she really kind of dicks it here. Yoruichi dicks this here. Oh. She explains what is happening to Karya. Like she Why? Like so not like what is happening to Karya's body, but she explains to Ichigo and Karya at the same time, like, hey, just so you know, all the captains are out sealing off all of the Jokai crest. So you better finish this fight quick or uh, good luck. So he just starts rapid fire pressing the button. It's so dumb. Like I don't know why she said that. So she basically tells them both, like, hey, you both have a time limit. And she's like, Ichigo, you better win before you can set off the Jokai crest. And at this point, you might be like, you know what? If there's a time limit, like if it's really time sensitive, why wouldn't they just jump him? Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. Like All slow him down. All three of them hop in and jump the fuck out. Yoroichi's powerful as fuck. Hold, 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 hold. He's, he's, he's a match for Captain uh, Kuchki. Because you know? like, <laughs> those are three very powerful guys that yeah. you have hanging yeah. out there. And yes. one, you know, powerful guy as well. But you got three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is where Yoruichi gives the write-off of her and Byaki need to not fight. Okay. Because um, that way, if Ichigo fails, the two of them are still able to stop the Jokai Crest from, like, so... Let me explain. 
Because you know how Byakuya stopped the electric yeah, yeah, signal yeah. from going oh. off? So if he was the full power, stop it, the he two would. of them together would be able to basically block all of them because yeah. they're fast. Yeah. yeah. So he's sense. like, if we're all fighting, he could potentially get an opening and go like, pew, and just like <laughs> set it up. And then it's fucked. I would. I mean, I guess they have a contingency plan. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what it is. They, they're the contingency. plan. I'm all for like you have 30 seconds to win this fight yeah. because of like really solid reasons, and I you're think, just sweating the whole time. Like, yeah, that that's more solid, but still, it's a yeah. little upsetting. It's like the Final Fantasy VII fight where you have to yeah. beat uh, Sephiroth with the seven second uh, marker down. Yeah, that makes. Uh, you get that reference? Nope. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I thought you did, and I was like, shit. So, Karya, they kind of fight a little bit more. And at this point, Karya states that he's used up too much power. Like, they've been fighting for a while. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, there's only one thing left to do. And they keep fighting. We don't really know what that one thing left is until just now, where Yoroichi notices it. That because he can no longer no longer absorb Reishi and keep, like, refilling himself, he's his attacks, for some reason, are still getting stronger. He's just like, why huh? is that happening? Oh. Like, I, I don't get what's going on. Because... He's out of spirit energy, which is like the normal stuff people would use to fight. So he's using the power of the crest. He's like siphoning oh. off the power of that crest to keep himself going. That's smart. This yeah. guy's smart. Yeah. I also, just to go back for a second, if she hadn't revealed the plot. I know. She could have easily joined Ichigo and fucked yeah. them up. I wouldn't have known. Like, that's what. It was dumb. It was really or dumb. Or had she could have helped in the battle. Yoda a great character, but when I saw it, I was like, what a dumbass. Like, yeah. why would you just say well, the that's plan? That's why it's a filler. Literally could have had two people in there. She could have been yeah. doing fucking reconnaissance, or not reconnaissance. Just bouncing around. So, this is when she kind of sets it up in better terms of what the stakes are. She's like, will Karya's body hold out long enough for the Jokai Crest to eventually release, or will Ichigo defeat him first? That's kind of the stakes okay. we're at now. And then the episode ends. I don't Dragon know if that's Ball what it is, but it's very possible. That's uh, Dragon Ball Z voice. And at this point, the rest of the Ichigo gang shows up at the hill as well. Of course. And then Rukia goes ahead and gives the information. Like, yeah, let's not interfere. We'll leave, leave it to them. They got it under control. But they're all watching. Is this cheerleading squad? Yeah, yep, they're there for yep. a fight. So, and Rukia says that the reason we should let Ichigo fight is because she's much more of like looking out for Ichigo's kind of like, I don't know. Pride. Pride, inner well-being. Because she explains that Ichigo probably views himself to be kind of similar to the bounce, mm. wherein the fact that you know he's a human, but also really different from humans, yeah. um, and he's between two worlds because of it. So just like the bounce, you know, why well, like have he, to make sense with that? That's not cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. appreciate that. So then she's like, you know, thus Karya, like at least she doesn't say morally, but that's kind of what I get like from a Naruto fight. Yeah, it's like she he can only be stopped by someone like Ichigo. Like that's the only person that he'll like kind of get or and, Koga. Yeah. Yeah, or Koga, or Koga really, but, yeah. you know, yeah. he under a bunch of blocks of ice. Yep. So as we've seen a million times before, Kari and Ichigo eventually decide they're just both going to go ahead and do a final attack. We'll just put everything into one blast. Here we go. We're going to knock it off the right usual. now. The um, usual. Which, let's just stop for a second. Horrible game plan for Karya. He knows Wait. it's a time limit game. Yeah. So why would Karya go ahead and he's do that desperate. as well? He's Time limit game. He can't heal anymore. Yeah. Um, and he's always done counterattacks. Yeah. So hmm. he just has to wait it out. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So at this point, they clash swords. And we get the classic. They're clashing swords. And they start spewing philosophical garbage yeah. at each other. And they kind of like putting each other to the test. Ichigo claims here that Kari has never done anything for the bounce. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, because Karya claims that the Jokai crest is backed by the power of all bounce. And so each is like, yeah, well, what did you ever do for him? Ew. Yeah. yeah. It's, but to that, Karya's like, you don't know my life. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like just in the last few you hours. You know my I name, did. not my life. Yeah, he dicked a few of them in the last few hours. But, you know, for the last couple hundred years, he saved them. Like, and we mentioned before, he was originally against coming here. Yeah. But then yes, he, he saw Soul Society dick on them. And he was like, hey, fuck it. Let's He's do like, it. We we gotta gotta take fuck you guys. I'm yeah. coming in, too. Um, 
And then he starts to warn Ichigo of, listen, we're similar. Um, you're strong. And the people fear those who are stronger than them. Mm. So one day, even his closest friends, and it shows like Kaguya losing his friends, and it shows Ichigo with his. Hey. He's like, even your closest friends will start to fear you because of it because you'll become too strong. Pusai. Um, and then so Kari's like, where's the logic in protecting those people? It doesn't make any sense if they're just going to fuck you over. So you did bring up a good point. So Karya clearly is like, okay, I've had enough. I'm going to fuck up the soul, yeah. soul society. And then when people start dissenting on him, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't think you guys understand. This is all this shit happened. You are going to fuck the plan up. Yeah. We need to get back at them. Otherwise, we're going to get murdered one yep. by one eventually. Yeah. So I'm now understanding why he became an asshole. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. had to, oh, kind of. Oh, fuck. So, that sucks. And, you know, he gives that nice explanation to Ichigo. What do you think Ichigo's response to that is? Shut up, you suck. dummy. I don't care. Yeah, okay. I do it because I want to, which means talking about protecting his friends. Yeah. And he would give his soul for them. Aww. And Kari's like, okay, well, you're going to lose because of that. Not <laughs> And Yoderichi freaks out because at this point he activates the Jokai Crest, like in the middle of this clash. And so she starts telling Byakuya, like, yo, it's like, we need to stop it. It's like, yeah. quickly, quickly. And Byakuya just does nothing. He just stares and watches the fight. Like, he's got confidence in his boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, not going to do that. He kicked so my ass once. I'm, I believe you can do it again. He's just standing there watching that. So they kind of stop this clash, back up, go for another clash. And that's when we get the classic samurai. Like, they slash through the, each other. Yeah. And then it goes to black. Uh, it doesn't go to black, but they oh. slash through each other. They're standing back to back. Ichigo collapses. Aye. Ichigo collapses, to, like, to his knee. And then we get Kari go. He goes. I guess it's all over now. And, and he fades. He goes. I'm a bit disappointed. I guess I won't get to see you walk down the same path that I have. And then he just goes. Ichigo. I. And then turns to dust. I love you. And those are. His I love you. <laughs> so I really wonder what he was gonna say there. Like I. So feel, Ichigo oh. did get cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ichigo okay. got dicked on. Yeah. But he ultimately won. I mean, uh, or he is there. He's not dead. How yeah. did he kill him though? Um. Oh, so he. Ba- a little later, and I think I might I might bring it up again, but he basically has used he can't heal anymore, okay. and he's used up all the power of the Jokai Crest. Wow! Um, and I think they do say so. Um, oh, here here you go. My ne- my next sentence. Let me tell you real quick. Okay. Um, so Ichigo kind of is asking the same question. Yeah. He's kind of like, well, like I don't understand. I didn't know. kill his doll. Um, and so Ichigo explains to everybody. I think he's thinking this, or like he's kind of like reminiscing, and he says that. At the end, it seems like Kario decided to just submit on his own. Oh, okay. Um, and so he's asked. Oh, he, he's asking Rukia, and he's like, "Do you think that was his plan since the beginning, like to cause all of this stir and then just submit?" And so Rukia, who has turned into a philosophical genius for some reason, <laughs> and she says, "You know, who knows? Seems like that what he wanted was to bring his never-ending life to a close." Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, go out with a fucking bang. So, and that's when we get this. Like, we're kind of in the recap mode at this point, which they do after all the arcs. They kind of like uh, have a nice little hangout sesh. Not and so we it. get Soul Society finally admits they were at fault for the bounce, oh. even after they're already fucking dead. Um, we get a lot of self introspection here about Karya in the fight. Ichigo uh, says that Karya wanted to make sure no one knew of the bounce and no one will ever know they existed. No, um, wait. So he destroyed every every but record. But by doing that, he's kind of made it so everybody knows who the balance is, and they bring that up in there. Um, yeah. And we get more kind of Ichigo kind of Ichigo's doing a lot of thinking. Kari has left a, a, a big uh, stamp on him. That's good because he, then he's going like you know Karya he couldn't stand to see history kind of repeat itself over and over because he talks about like the circle and he saw the balance get defeated multiple times by the Soul yeah. Reapers, um, and he says like you know when you live forever they things continue unchanged so he wanted to really just try to break the cycle is what his ultimate goal was 
And then we get a nice uh, kind of reminisce with Rukia, where she's thinking back to the time she first got transferred to Karakura Town, like way Aww. back when. And then we get to see some of Renji's flashbacks, and we get to see when he first got his uh, like his letter saying that he's going to get the promotion to Lieutenant of Squad 6. Nice. And it's really cool because like he's hanging out with uh, Shinji, Momo, and then Ikaku is in there as well. And Ikaku it, was in Squad 6? No, like oh, they're okay. hanging like, out. They're, they're hanging, hanging out. out. I feel Shin- like Wait, Shinji was there? Yeah, they're all they're all hanging out. They're their friends. Shinji's advisor. Oh, did I say Shinji? Yeah. Uh, who am I thinking of? Wabiske. Oh, Izuru. Uh, what is this actually his other name? Kira. Kira. Okay. Uh, okay. I think yeah. it's Kira. Yeah. I would have loved if they just dropped Shinji. Yeah, no. Wabis- <laughs> I was like, whoa. Wabiske guy was there. Okay. Um, and they're just hanging out, and then Ikaku basically calls him out. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna be vice captain of uh, Squad Six, and he's like, well, don't you think it's time to patch things up with Rukia at this point? Then. <laughs> he's like, you're close enough at this point. I think you should talk to her. And so, of course, this event in time is happening the same time as Rukia is getting ready to leave to go to Karakura Town. So Renji's like, no, I'm going to wait for her to come back because the ceremony doesn't happen for a month. So he just got like his letter saying, like, congrats, you're going to get it. Gotcha. He's like, I want to wait till after the ceremony where I'm officially a vice captain. And then I'll tell her. Oh, and then he beats the shit out of her. (laughs) know everything that happens. Um, We then flash over to Ron Tao's underground hideout where where we see she has retrieved Koga. Hey. So, and she's retrieved Koga and she's joined by Yodorichi for some reason. Huh. Really weird pairing here. But she kind of knew everything, right? Yeah, so yeah. she kind of knew everything. Ron Tao went there and then you find out that actually it was Yodorichi who carried uh, Koga there. Yodorichi retrieved really? Koga. Wow. Yeah, and brought her and brought him all the way to Ron Tao. And so Koga's kind of asking all the right questions here. He's like, well, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, like what's the point? And then the drill comes out and they're like, we got experiments. And baby. Yodorichi, also a philosophical genius, I don't know. That is her reasoning for carrying Koga there. And so Koga's like, yo, listen, if the fate of the bounce were to just disappear, then it's like I it's like I have to oblige as well. It's like, yeah. like what's the point? And Ron Tao is like, listen, I don't plan on staying here in Soul Society. For obvious reasons, they've dicked her nonstop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but she does say, you know, her job is done here. She doesn't have anything else to do, so she doesn't know what she's gonna do. But she would Travel love to the hear world. the story of the last bound. Like she would oh, like, oh, that's sick. They're gonna wifey up. Yeah, so yeah. I think they're gonna go travel together. Hey. And so Yodorichi's going to leave, and Koga is like, Yodorichi, can you do me a favor? And he's like, Tell Ichigo thanks for stopping Kari. Yeah, hey. And that's the kind of the last we see of them. Oh, okay. And so you might have forgotten that no. Cone was part of this arc. Because there was so many other cool guys yes, in There involved. were a lot of mods. All the mod souls came. Is he um, still in Karakura Town? No, this no. Is, we're in Soul Society still. Yeah, I think Cole oh. goes with He is Cone in Soul Society. Cone is. Oh, my There's God. actually really funny. Um, like, a lot of what he was doing was part of the after credit scenes, like, of them just memeing on him. Yeah. And at one point, he, like, falls in love with, like, a girl like, a local tavern because he got yeah. left behind. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes and he finds, um, fuck, who are the two? Shusue, uh, the 69, 69. guy. And I want to say the Wabiske guy, too. I can't remember. But he's basically telling them. He's like, yeah, it's like I met this really beautiful woman. It's like we hit it off, but I couldn't stay. I had to leave so I could come help. Because he's such a wandering soul. soul. He's like, show me where the bounce is. And they're like, is that a guy? (laughs) Oh, because his voice is kind of high pitched. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's a guy. Everybody knows that's a guy. It's like, (laughs) and like, what? (laughs) Oh, the chick that. Oh, no. The chick that the bar was a guy the whole time. Oh no! Poor Cone. So, um, Ichigo f- eventually runs into Cone, who is trying to sneak into Rukia's room, which is at Byakuya's <laughs> place. 
And uh, Cohen gets upset that he wasn't let in on any of the fighting because, you know, he would be so much better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and at this point, she's like, yeah, listen, you're not going to want to do that because Biaki will kill you. So, uh, yeah, th- time. Let's go. Come on. So we get some more uh, inward looking of uh, Ichigo. Okay. And basically he's saying, like, everybody wants more power like Karya. But then in the end for Karya, he didn't have any other choice but to destroy himself. So Ichigo returns home, which actually doesn't happen. So I I write these notes as I'm watching them. Oh, okay. And they do this weird thing where they show him home, and he starts to, like, recognize patterns of, like, history being the same. Like, oh, look, I see all my friends again. I do the same thing. They ask me the same questions. I go defeat Hollows. I do the same thing. It's like then some next big event's going to happen. Wow. Um, Why do they call themselves out like that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But then Ichigo, like, even calls himself out more because, like, the one thing that doesn't change is his powerlessness. Like, he's like, I'm always like, I just don't have enough power. And so he goes to visit, like, a little boy spirit. And I don't think it's the same one from the beginning of the show. I don't think. The beginning was a girl. Um, So he does visit visit a girl after this. And I don't know if they're the same one. Um, Because he visits a boy spirit, but he finds out he's gone. And he's talking to, like, an old man spirit. He's like, oh, yeah, he's gone. He left. And so Ichigo is like, yeah, this happens sometimes. And he's like, they'll disappear and he never knows what happens to him. But he's like, they do leave behind a blood stain that only he can see on the ground. So I think it's pretty heavily implied he got uh, fucked. Followed, fucked, yeah, or eaten. So, yeah. and then he finishes, like, you know, he's like, this happens all the time. I can never protect them, and it breaks my heart. I was like, oh, fuck. Where did you go? So Dude, then, he's so young. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes to another spirit, which is the girl spirit. And I don't know if it's the same one from the beginning. I could have checked, but I forgot. Um, and he delivers her some flowers. And he basically monologues about how. He, he hopes he has enough power to shatter fate. And he starts when he's like, is his power to shatter fate? Like, is that what he wants to do? That's dope. Um, or will he be consumed like Karya eventually? Uh, well, I feel like that that's a pretty nice little tidbit for him and Eisen's Yeah, Eisen's I like fight. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Eisen's fight and the end of the Thousand Year Blood War, that comes in. Yeah. 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 Big oh. time. So, um. Obviously, there was no way they planned that because it's yeah. a filler arc. Yeah. But fucking kudos. That hit yeah, the nail on the great. head. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, they did a good... Okay. That I was great. Like I liked it. They they had a cool arc. They wobbled at the end. Yes. And then they got to the very end. They're like, hey, yeah. you know what? We nailed we're gonna, that shit. Yeah, we're yeah. going to leave you with a yeah, nice Yeah, solid. So here's where I get confused because this was on the real world, remember? But then we cut back and we see Ichigo and Ukitake cutting... Or cu- talking. talking um, like on a hill in Soul Society. So like Ichigo's kind of thinking to Is himself. Is it flashback? I don't know because he's like it, projecting himself. it's weird for it to be a flashback because he's thinking of the knowledge he has now with Karya and mm-hmm. they made it seem like those events were happening. But then like, actually he's still in soul society. Weird. So it was kind of weird. I wonder if that was just an error. Yeah. yeah. They didn't think about it. So Ichigo's goes on a hill kind of looking off into the sunset. Ukatake comes up and I they do have, remember this actually. Yeah. They yeah. have a nice little talk about Karya and like, he kind of shoots some ideas off of Ukatake cause he's a wise guy. Yeah. He's like, he, he knows. And Ukitake says Karya seemed to view history as like a vicious cycle because, you know, you live for your immortal forever. Yeah. Forever. So he thought that he could use force to, you know, forcefully stop this vicious cycle. He did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Ichigo, like they basically, the last sentence said in that conversation is history for repeating itself. Wouldn't be so bad if you had friends, which is something that Karya didn't have. Yeah. Like, he lost, oh. all lost them all. So that was a bit of a feels bad man. And kind of to TLDR, everything we just talked about, I left out conversations, but a lot of talk about history repeating itself and whether or not that's good or bad. So there's a lot of debate that happens in this last episode of, is it good? Is it bad? History repeats itself, yada, yada. 
Um, well, yeah. What, what's the argument? If it doesn't repeat itself, then you forget the lesson you learned. Yep. Yeah. So then you don't relearn the lesson, so that you just keep moving on. Yeah, there's yeah, but, pros and cons to both sides, yeah. and there were like different views on it. But and then they say fools repeat. Only fools repeat history. Yeah. Yeah. So we end. This is. I only did about seven episodes. This uh, podcast. Because I wanted to end around the, on the Bound Arcs. So I didn't want to like start the next one and have it be all funky. So at the very end of the Bound Arc, does anybody remember how the Bound Arc ends? I'm talking tail end of the episode. You see in a wrong car. You see in a wrong car. That's, just, that's it. Uh, Grimjow and them don't show up, do they? They don't show up for a while. So we see Shinji. Oh, hey, oh really? We see wow, Shinji. We see Shinji that we early? Get his first, yeah, first look of him standing on top of light pole, same exact way Rukia dated the very first episode, if you remember. Uh, um, and then they do a uh, parallel of uh, Rukia's original entrance. I don't know if you remember it, but the original yeah. Rukia entrance, she's on light pole, kind of like a Tachi style. Mm-hmm. And they show, like, Japanese text will slowly fade in. and it'll... So I have Rukia's here. Rukia's text is, we tremble in awe of that which cannot be seen. Mm-hmm. And we worship that which cannot be seen as well. That one was weird translating on Netflix subs, I'm saying, by the way, because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then it says, and the blade is swung, and then Rukia jumps off to go find somebody. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I then like that. Shinji's parallels that one because he gets the same sort of entrance. Rukia says something like, I sense high spiritual pressure, and then she dicks off. Yeah. Um, Shinji says, uh, what an interesting town. And so his is, we tremble in awe of that which cannot be seen. Same exact okay. mm-hmm. entrance. His is, and so the blade is swung once again in the name of the mask. And then he jumps off. Ayo. And then you hear the, the music. Yeah. And it goes to the end credit scene. Okay. It's pretty so, dope. Yeah. So they weren't in Karakura Town that whole time? The no, I guess visors? Not. Yo, yeah, the visors? Yeah. Uh, Ichigo, I still don't know. If the, so if we're talking if Ichigo was actually in Karakura Town, uh, like for the flashbacks well, no, and no, stuff, for I don't visors, know. For visors. He, he, he meant like were they there the whole time, like as of the like beginning. He just showed so, up. Yeah, that's a great question because I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't think they were. I you but, would know better than me because I have no idea. That seems just weird because I feel like they were just there. But I feel like Karakura Town is this massive fucking yeah. place where you could just like yeah. it's got a bounce mansion, <laughs> it's, got a, it's yeah. got a cave somewhere. <laughs> it's Karakura is giant. Yeah, but we only go to Ichigo's house, the school, the school, the, and the fucking graveyard, and Urahara's and Urahara's shop. Urahara shop. Yeah. And then I think the visors get a warehouse. Yeah, they, they get, get a warehouse. They got a yeah. fucking yeah. giant warehouse. Which I'm so excited to get the visor part, dude. That shit dude, is That is so wild to dope. me. I genuinely didn't feel like it went... Uh, I just like hearing Shinji's music in the background. He's got one of the best theme yeah. songs. Oh, really? You don't yeah. hear his music when he shows up. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll play it right after this. It's copyrights. so good. I had no idea Bount went right into Visor uh, yep. card. So That's... I do feel like... Um, and I could be wrong on this. Just preface that. I think there is another six-episode filler arc that comes pretty quick okay. after this. I'd be is it just stuff with the kids, like with his friends? I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure, like, because this is episode. I think we're in the hundred, like hundred something, right? I think we're like very low hundred. And when did we end uh, Soul Society arc? Was it sixty-three or something six, like that? I almost sixty or seventy. Like Fifty-six. Whoa! Is so this is almost a year of fillers yeah. with another month and a half of fillers or something yeah. like that. Okay. So I, I do think there's another small filler arc that comes close because. They're still close to the manga. Yeah. Um, so I do think there's like some more gaps that come in, but I'll be interested to see where they slot that in at because we do see Shinji. We yeah. at the very end we see Shinji. That is wild. So I what don't do you remember guys think that. Of the arc? Let's reminisce about the Bount arc. Um it as a whole. It wasn't terrible. 
So my like, I get why people really disliked it. So but, I do think, and we mentioned it before when we talked about it, that the biggest reason to be disliked is it stops the story. Yeah, yeah. The story, just, there's no progression. The yeah. story that you want to see, which is the Eisen story, which you were saying last podcast, yeah. like, why do I want to, you know, it's like, it sucks. Yeah. It's like, you want to see that. But I think if you can go back, like, I'm watching it, I'm just chilling. Yeah. I'm like, I know what to expect. It's I'm going on a in, I'm seeing basis. this thing. I'm watching two episodes five times a day, or no. Five times a week. Five, five times, times a, a week. week. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And so it's like, I'm really taking it in as it, as it just comes. And it's good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. So it's better to when you can binge watch it. Yeah, in, oh, in yeah, a sense. yeah. The weekly basis would suck dick watching that. I think yeah, that right, was cause... actually the reason why I stopped watching Bleach until you guys got yeah. back into Ronkar. Because I remember ending around the um, the mansion. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah. Karya fucking people up in the mansion yeah. and the chick dying. And then I was just like, I okay. think at that point, uh, the Aronkers were already a huge thing in the manga. And me, Danny, and Sam. Because I remember well, reading Bleach manga so with you guys. The actual Soul Society, um, like when the bounce get to Soul Society and they invade, it's not very long. Yeah. So like most of the bulk of it is the Maple. mod soul part beforehand and then yeah. the bounce in the real world. That's most of it. And then the actual invasion part is probably like 20 episodes. Oh, yeah. It's still a long time. Though. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like, like about compared, five months. comparative is like that's that could have been one and done. Like, yeah. we could have called that. Um, but I like a lot of the characters. Um, the characters I didn't like, I didn't like Old Man Bount, the guy with the whale. Baragon. He wasn't really cool. <laughs> Fake Baragon. Um, I like the fan and the sword chick. I just like the way she died. Uh, that was yeah. good. Yeah. She was like, okay, that was fun. GG. That um, is the way you would probably go out as a yeah. bounce. Like, if you really did get dicked, you're like, okay, <laughs> I see you. Yeah. But now we got Stark's future weapons. Yeah. Oh, huge. Well, what? Stark shoots Sero, right? Sero's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Is Sero, are there Sero's just Reishi? I have no idea. I think it's a condensed form of it. I feel like Reishi is one of those things that gets well, slung like, around in the yeah. beginning. Because Sero's just dip are out. super powerful, and they're, yeah. they're even told they can't use Sero's whenever they want and specifically a specific type of Sarah that Grimjo just doesn't give a fuck and will use doesn't he uh, and that's why Yami does like the balas right? yeah because it's like just that. it's like super like, fast. A, like a super fast compressed Sarah instead of like the full beam and and it Grim- doesn't do the damage yeah and Grimjo uses uh Grand Ray Sarah that's right Grand yeah. Ray so who is the first of the Espada that we get to see is it it's, Yami, it's Yami and Okura because they come in and then they yeah. beat the fuck but out they of, fight uh, okay so let, let me I just go like... from my memory Hitsugaya Ikaku Matsumoto. No, they come to Karakura Town first, and then they beat the fuck out of Chad. Oh, do they? Yeah, they they're in a playground and they get because fucked over. Is that over. true though? Because I thought it was the, the nighttime. So there's the park in the day where it's Okiyori. Okay, and wait. Yami. Let's take bets on what happens. So from what I remember, Hitsugaya, Ikaku, Matsumoto, they come to hang out at Soul Society, and that's when nobody around cars show up. Yeah, yeah. They're and just they're like, like wait, I'm thinking of when Grimjo shows up. Because Grimjo, but Grimjo up shows up after after them. After them. After so Okiura? it is Yami and Okiura. Oh, because right. No, 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 no. I think it's before. Okay, I, it... I'm saying nobodies and Grimjo show up first. Th- that's so you... that's what I'm at, okay. too. Because uh, I think the nobodies fight. Because yeah. um, you see Grant Fisher, and that's what really oh, sets a lot of Oh, do we get Grant Fisher it. right now? No, yeah. we don't get Do we get Grant Fisher right yeah, now? Yeah, you get Grant Fisher be you, before you meet the Espada. Oh, no way. I'm, I'm so pretty, excited I'm for that. pretty sure you meet Grant Fisher. Because that means dad immediately. Yeah, almost immediately afterwards. That's a lot. That's, I don't know. Because I remember because this. I remember this being a pop off fucking yeah. art. Yeah, because you're like, oh wait, what the fuck? Grand Fisher is becoming more powerful. Like he's and got he... a sword and everything. Okay, so yeah. you're thinking it goes Grand Fisher, then into Olkiyori Yami showing up. Yeah, and then nobody's, and then nobody's, 
I we're going. It's nobody's. Ikaku shows his bonkai. Yes, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And then they get dunked on, and then. Yes. Actually, they, well, no, barely they, win. They, they barely win. win. Grimjo shows up, and then Ichigo yeah. does no, the first that's, scar. Because that's on when Grimjo gets in trouble for um, killing a bunch of other Aran cars, and then gets uh, gets demoted. Right? Okay, so Grimjo so is he, his boy, so I feel like he should know. Those are all his. Those, those are all his Grimjo's his partners, lieutenants, right? They're and like they all got man. dunked on. He got mad at them. And they wanted to have fun. Yeah, because he, was the he issue. gets his arm chopped off. He gets his arm chopped off and his number six removed, right? He, he gets yeah, he gets burned off, and then Loop Loopy mm. or whatever his name is comes in. Yeah, but I think Ichigo shows up, sees Grimjow, and does a black Getsuga. The reason and that scars um, yeah, because he, he Grimjow for the first is, time. Yeah, because the reason that I'm thinking it goes that way because I swear that uh, Olkyo and Yami show up, and that's when um, they convince Orihime to like dip out. Well, no, but Urahara and Yoroichi show up and they save them. Yeah, I do remember so, that. Yeah, and I saved. don't think that happens so quickly. I don't because think that's the reason the they get Orihime for healing powers, and I feel like it's a borderline weird apology. Yeah. They show up like we're sorry that our other guy showed up. We're taking her though. Okay. And then Grimjow uses her to heal his arm, and then the number six, okay. and then kills the. the well, let's dude. place our bets there. So I'm I'm saying nobody's okay. Grimjow. Okay. And you we'll, think Grant Fisher? We're about to get there very soon. Probably yeah. next episode we'll start seeing who's going to be correct. Um, do we have anything else to say about the Mount Arc? I, I just got to say, you know, I am I like getting older and coming back to stuff like yeah. this. Because I feel like the sentimental value and, like, the philosophy would have probably been lost on us when we were watching yeah. it. Yeah, well, especially because we were a lot younger during that time. Yeah, like, we yeah, would have identified hard with, shut up, I don't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we were very hard in the camp of, what the fuck? Like, yeah. We're, let's get Because I think we switched to Minga. At that point, we we're like, fuck we, that. Yeah, I, I, I think sure we did. We, we switched to yeah. it because really I was on. watching it um, up until the point where they got to the the mansion and all that shit happened, yeah. and then we started reading them at school, and we would all talk about it right after every like, Wednesday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. right. They would we get released really on a different. Early. Yeah, so good. Oh, I can't wait to get to the part. I was gonna talk about, so, but when the big fight starts happening, we have a lot of high school memories off of reading Bleach. So let's call it there. Okay. Um, yeah. We're getting into the Ronk arc next. Watch the Bount arc, you guys. Give it a chance. Go yeah. back and watch it. Everybody raves about the other filler arc. Watch the Bount arc. And you you only watch 10 episodes a week, which, I mean, yeah. in, like, normal yeah. standards, you could probably watch the entire Bount arc in, like, a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you yeah, really definitely. wanted to. You marathon that easy. So uh, Would you, you say you could do that, though? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't feel like there's any, like, dragging or anything like that? No, you could watch it easy. Okay. Um, it would get a little repetitive, though, of having to see, like, the mansion fight straight into the Soul Society Let- fight because we've, like, that's too big fights in a row and that's yeah. the part that i wish they would have cut let me know when you get into the upper espada stuff okay. like like okay. when well, they we go will. to wekomundo <laughs> yeah. because I'll, I'll join you and watch okay. it sure. and then i want to be there for the when they're fighting eisen and they do that weird uh Shit. Their, their Shinigami releases. Yes. yes. Is want, this going to be like, like fucking Jump okay. Tezuka all It'll over like, again? Yeah, a little bit like We're that. We're going to have to watch all okay, the way up to this. So when we get to the part where they're invading Huecamundo, we get Jose on That's board. one I'll, I'll oh, hop in. Lord. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for watching, everybody. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Bound Arc, once again, I just want to say fantastic. So we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Thanks for watching.